friend, welcome to the Brighten Your Biz podcast by Luma Liz Studio, where we believe in building a brand that makes you stand out, attract the right people, and grow your business. I am your host, Emma Hubanks. Hello, friend. I am really, really excited about this episode because we are going to be talking about something that I am incredibly passionate about. Also, it is something that a lot of you seem to have questions about, and that is creating a website. But not just creating a website that looks pretty. We're talking about creating a website that is doing its job. What is its job? Its job is to have your people take next steps. It's not just for people to find you. It is for people to take action, to take next steps. And maybe you've seen the value in having a website and you are ready to have that for your business and you want to do things right. But where do you even start? (laughs) There are way, way too many things to think about when building a website. And I can fully, fully relate to this. Even now, when I'm working with a client on building a website, I have to have my own to-do list. I have my own tracker to just make sure that I don't miss anything. And I have found that typically what happens is you'll be like in the middle of putting your website together and all of a sudden you realized that you've missed something and it's like, oh, I have to go back and do all of this now. So I thought, let's have a conversation about this. So we are going to take a look at the five biggest things to consider before you even start designing your website. So are you ready? Let's do this. The first thing you're going to want to think about is your launch date. Typically, when you're designing a website the right way, It will probably take you four to six months to design. Now, you can get one done a lot sooner. I actually, when I launched my business originally in 2020, I was Emma Hewings Design. I launched my website, my logo, color palette, typography, all in like 48 hours and called it a day. However, my website, even though it looked nice, it was not serving me well at all. I looked at my analytics at one point and saw that people were spending about 30 seconds on my website and they never left the homepage and nobody ever booked a call from it. Actually, I don't even know if I had a book a call button. Oh my goodness. It was, it was really a hot mess. So then when I was like, okay, I need to take this seriously. I did my own branding strategy and started the rebranding process. And I believe my website took me at least three months. So if you're wanting to launch a new website in like the spring, you're gonna wanna start like right now. And then the second thing you wanna think about is copywriting. You need to make the decision, are you going to DIY your copy or are you going to hire a copywriter? And I think that a lot of people, when they hear this, they immediately think, well, I'm going to save the money and I'm going to write it myself. I know how to write. I have decent grammar. And I mean, I went to school and I had to write papers all the time, right? So I can totally figure this out. 
Well, I just wanted to remind you guys that website copy is very, very different from any other type of copywriting. Think about it when you're on a website. Are you sitting there reading word for word? I would venture to say that you're not. You typically will glance and see the headers, and those headers are what grab you, what draw you in, and make you decide if you're going to read more or not. And also, remember this. When you're creating a website that converts, that is making sales, that is booking calls, that is getting people to make next steps, to take action, your words on your website are just as much of a factor as the design. And that is coming from a designer. Also, another thing you need to think about is that writing for a website takes time. That was what took the majority of the time for me with my website. And even for a professional copywriter, I believe professional copywriters typically have a, you know, four to six or maybe even eight week timeline. So you need to plan ahead. That needs to be a decision you make right away. The third thing you need to think about are your photos. (laughs) Are your branding photos outdated? Were they taken with an old smartphone? (laughs) Now is the time to search for a photographer and schedule a shoot. And I hear sometimes people say, well, I'll just go get some free stock photos. There really are beautiful stock photos on like Unsplash, but that's not great for SEO purposes. Also, your photos have the power to bring out your brand's personality and attract your ideal client. Um, Case in point, I recently had a branding shoot done with Colleen, Colleen Kubiak Media. Please go follow her. She's amazing. But anyway, I, I hadn't really invested in professional photos up until that point. I had a friend that took photos for me. She is a uh, professional photographer. However, she specializes in like families and couples. So there were things that just were missing. I also, you know, wasn't necessarily taking them as seriously. I wasn't thinking about like, how should I be dressing in these photos to attract the type of people that I want to attract? What are the type of, you know, props that I should be using to attract my clientele? What kind of place do I want to be in? What kind of emotion do I want to be conveying? Well, anyway, I finally decided to make this serious and got these branding photos done. I went and got some new clothes. I got my nails done. I spent a lot of time on my hair and my makeup. And I, I, yeah, I got some really great photos. And within, I think it was, I, all I did was switch over my profile photo and I immediately had somebody follow me, join my email list, and sign up for the podcast giveaway. So I think there's a lot of power. I mean, they say photos are a thousand words. So if your current photos aren't working, like this can easily, easily be remedied with a photo shoot. So I would make it a priority, get a photo shoot on the calendar, and do that right away. 
Okay. And then the fourth thing that we want to think about is legal things. (laughs) So when I am referring to legal things, I'm talking about a privacy policy and a terms and conditions page. As business owners, you know how important it is to make sure that you're covered. But for some reason, I've noticed that professionals don't necessarily think about being covered on their website too. So there are many ways to get a privacy policy and terms and conditions page, but one of them does not include copying and pasting from someone else's website. Um, Not necessarily that that's like illegal or anything. However, it you could have language in there that contradicts one another and then it cancels out. There's just a lot of reasons why you don't want to do that. So I'm going to recommend a couple places where you can get legal documents. Uh, You can head to websitepolicies.com. You can go to termly.io. And then if you're wanting to make a larger investment, I would highly recommend going to thecontractshop.com. That's actually where I just purchased mine. You can get like a bundle for the privacy policy and terms and conditions, and they're editable. They have tutorials that go along with it. They were created by attorneys, and they were proofed by fellow attorneys. So they are ironclad. All right, and then the last thing that we're going to dive into here is talking about migration. So basically, a migration is like a process where a website changes its setup or technology. And this is like, we're going beyond simple updates. Like I'm changing a couple words on a page. We're talking about like, you know, either switching a website's platform, its structure, its content, location, or design. So are you wanting perhaps to transfer your Squarespace website to show it? There are some basic steps that you'll need to take when you're transferring to a different platform. And one thing is you need to move your domain to something. A lot of those platforms like Wix and Squarespace, you like purchase everything within the platform. You're purchasing your domain. Um, Sometimes you can even like connect your email. So when it's time to transfer, you have to think about, okay, well, how am I going to transfer my domain over? So I will recommend that our clients move their domains to GoDaddy, which is just completely separate. And then you can put it into anything. You can put it into Squarespace, Wix, show it. And then if you also have a blog, let's say you have a Squarespace blog, but you are wanting to grow your blog and want to move to show it, you uh, can request a blog migration, which is a show it service. And keep in mind that this is a process that may take up to a week or two. Now, if you have your blog started in Wix and you're wanting to migrate it over to show it, unfortunately, Wix made it in a way that you cannot use the show it service anymore for the blog migration. So everything will need to be manually put in. And then, of course, you'll need to connect your domain connect to Google Analytics and all of that. So I'm going to stop there for today. There's just so much information that goes into putting a website together. Um, If you're 
curious and you're wanting to know more, I have good news. I have created a very, very cool resource. It is called The Ultimate Guide to Creating a High Converting Website. So it will have those things that we just talked about. I dove in a little deeper here on the podcast, but I have the next steps that you need to take. So we talk a little bit more about the copy and figuring out your brand tone and your personality. Like, how do you want to sound to your audience? And then we go into, you know, brand story, messaging. We talk about the layout of your website, your navigation, how to wireframe, and then, um, you know, designing and optimizing and basic SEO stuff as well. It also includes a checklist so that you can see from start to finish before you begin all the way down to your launch date, what you need to consider when you're putting your website together. Let me tell you, I spent a very long time putting this resource together. It's insanely valuable and it is a completely free resource that you can have right now. So I have a link in the show description. Please go grab it. And then, of course, there's also the option, if this just feels too overwhelming at all, don't let your website get in the way of growing your business. You don't have to keep wasting time and money on an ineffective website. You can book a call with me and we can chat about where you're in your business right now and where you want to be. And I can make it happen for you. And you don't have to think about all of these website thoughts anymore. So if that's something you're interested, I also have a link in the description for you to book a call with me. But friend, I hope that this was helpful. I will definitely be sharing more website things in the future. If you have website questions, something that you would maybe like to see on the podcast, feel free to reach out to me. I'm always looking for new ideas. So anyway, thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great day. Well, that's all we have this week for the Brighten Your Biz podcast. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. Follow the Brighten Your Biz podcast so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to write and review the show so others have the opportunity to be inspired and brighten their biz. Until next time, friend, we'll see you soon.